And, you know, you made a very good point in your take, you know, NFL Mike, about compromising. Because when you talk about the sport of football and how team reliant it is, it goes beyond just on the field, right? I always say football is the most team reliant sport in America. Now, somebody can sit here and say soccer is. I don't watch soccer, so I'm going to say football, okay, with all due respect. And I think that speaks volume to not only on the field, but when you talk about the pie that there is, right, the pie where everybody eats from, get paid from. And I think there's a level of compromising that has to be done for other guys to be able to get a piece of the pie to keep a formidable team together. And you talk about Lamar Jackson and you talk about the Ravens and how they haven't been able to come to a compromise on a contract. And now we are ending up in a situation that we are currently in right now. I want to talk about this right now. Lamar Jackson reportedly is ready to move on. Which team should trade for Lamar? And Zay, the mic is yours. You know, I'm going to say this once and I'm going to say this again. I do firmly believe that Detroit Lions should trade for Lamar Jackson. I am a firm believer that if you want to really take the North by storm and really put your foot down, stamp your dominance, you will bring in Lamar Jackson on this offense. I think it's fitting for what they have going on currently. They have the assets to trade for him. They have a lot of information. They have a lot of um, not only cap flexibility, but they have the players, they have the picks, they have everything that Baltimore wants, in a sense, for compensation for Lamar Jackson. Detroit Lions would then also bring in a, a player who's um really young, under 30 years old, well under 30 years old. Um, You have him for his foreseeable prime. Um, You're bringing in a kid, essentially, to grow up with the other kids on the team, and you got to let them kind of run the asylum with Dan Campbell. And it's going to be a very dominating situation with Detroit. Um, I don't think Minnesota would be able to contend with them if Lamar was in that division, um, especially with Minnesota's um, woes they have, not only on defense, but on offense. They have like a, an issue over there regarding and with all the talent that they have that they can't really get it together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cry. So he I think so personally. about that take. My, my yeah, son, yeah, it was it, it, it hit the soul. Hit the soul. <laughs> but, um, I, I'll say, I say all of that to say that um, Detroit Lions, um, they, they, the Ravens already said if they was to trade Lamar, it wouldn't be in the AFC. It, it wouldn't. They wouldn't trade a guy to, to the AFC because they don't want to see him multiple times a year. So I think him going to Detroit, it takes the Ravens like worries that they don't have to see him. They also get Jared Goff back, and then they could figure out what's going to happen with their with the quarterback play for the foreseeable future with the picks that Detroit gives them. I think this will be the best situation for both teams, especially since the Baltimore Ravens are already shown they don't want to pay him, and the Lions are showing currently they don't really care about paying anybody. They just want to win football games, and they're showing that by what they're doing on a day-in, day-out basis. So I think Detroit Lions is the best option right now for the Ravens to trade if they was going to trade them. I love that take because I have been saying that one of these teams that have average quarterbacks, but because of the time that they hit the market, they're paying them a crap ton of money, should seriously consider it. And I include the Lions in that list, the Cowboys, the Vikings even. like You guys are already paying Kirk Cousins $40 million per year. Why not pay Lamar Jackson $47 million per year? <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a huge upgrade for a similar price. And it's an easier trade to make with the Ravens when you can send them a replacement for Lamar, like they sent Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford last year. So I like that take. But I think of the of the teams that are, are 
rumored to be in on this bidding war, whatever could happen if Lamar becomes officially available for trade. I like the Falcons the most. Uh, I think he's already got a built-in guy at tight end and Kyle Pitts that he can just start feeding immediately. Day one, Kyle Pitts is ready to go and receive the volume that Mark Andrews has received in the Ravens offense. I think Drake London is a good receiver for Lamar Jackson's play style. It's going to make those jump balls a lot easier on Lamar Jackson. He's going to make it really hard to defend Lamar Jackson in the red zone, having a guy out wide that you can't leave on a, on a small DB one-on-one. So I think that that is a good fit. Uh, and then also Arthur Smith is just a really creative offensive coordinator. We saw what he did with the rushing game in Tennessee for all those years with Derrick Henry. I mean, I know Derrick Henry is an absolute monster, an absolute beast. So is Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I think that he could make a really formidable running attack with Tyler Algier and Lamar Jackson to go with a, a pretty good high-flying attack similar to what Baltimore has been doing with Lamar the last couple of years. And they have the cap space and the draft capital to possibly make a deal happen. It just seems like I don't know what the draft capital it's going to take to get him or the cap space is going to take to get him. So I'm just assuming the only teams that have a chance are teams that have a lot of both. <laughs> I agree with a lot of those takes. I think both teams make a lot of sense. I think the Falcons from a fit perspective makes a hot lot of sense, a hot land of sense, right? I think the lines make um financial sense and cap cap sense you know because they have the capital you know they have the draft capital they can literally throw something together and their nfc team the ravens may be like listen i ain't gonna match it because you were nfc team so i think that's a good team especially when they boasted up their secondary with the additions of Cameron sutton and um cj gardner johnson but i'm gonna go with a different team here i'm going to go with this team that i'm about to release right now because um this team is all in on this quarterback that's about to go back into darkness real soon. I'm going with the Jets. You know, I said to myself last night, right now they are investing into Aaron Rodgers, who will probably only going to play one year. And pending the transaction of this deal and how much they're willing to give up and how much they're going to give up to get Aaron Rodgers, who knows, right? That's obviously unclassified right now. It could be a terrible trade pending the compensation they give up. If they give up a six-rounder, all right, whatever. If they go anything above a third-rounder for a guy that's about to walk out, yeah, I think you're bugging. And I think why not just up the price, the two first-rounders, and get you Lamar Jackson, a guy who's younger, who next year you don't have to figure out who your quarterback is going to be because he's out, he's retired now, and he doesn't craft the offense to fit him because that's what the Jets are doing. They're going all in and putting their eggs in one basket, and I think it doesn't make sense to me. but. It's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, I don't have a list of demands, right? And every guy that you name, every guy that was named on those demands, reportedly going to get signed. But I think when you talk about a guy like Mikhail Hardman, he could actually fit well with Lamar. He's known as the sweep guy, Mr. Jet Sweep. You can run those sweeps with Mikhail Hardman and Lamar. Alan Lazard seems like a guy that could fit well with Lamar. So even though you craft your team based on Aaron Rodgers' desires, it could fit well with Lamar. And plus, he's younger. Okay, he's a younger quarterback. He has more upside than Aaron Rodgers right now at this point of his career. So why not go after a guy like Lamar Jackson and kind of tailor the package? Because right now, what's the holdup? Trade compensation. There's a big holdup. Do we got time to waste? No, we don't. There's a superstar quarterback, a top 10 quarterback in the league waiting to be traded for. 
You can go after that guy. Why mess with this old cat by the name of Aaron Rodgers? Who all he brings is drama for your mama. All he brings is comedy and conspiracy theories. That's all he's going to bring you in primetime games, sure. But Lamar's going to give you primetime games, too. If Rodgers going to give you four, Lamar's going to give you five. So if it's about selling tickets, then, hey, sign Lamar Jackson. And if it's about winning, yeah, I think you should sign Lamar Jackson because at least you have your quarterback of the future. I'm going Jets. Either way, go Lamar. Yeah, isn't it funny? And I noticed that too. I was like, that that take is crazy by Aaron Rodgers, where he goes, I didn't send them a list of players to to sign. He's I just had a short, I just had a short three-hour-long conversation with them and told them which players I'd like them to sign. It's like that's the same thing, dude. That's the same thing. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, man. And yo, we know he's a finger pointer. A lot of people talk about Kyler Murray, and I don't really really want to get into this, right? Because it's not the gyps of the, the take, but a lot of people talk about Kyler Murray. And his attitude and how he points the fingers. Aaron Rodgers the same daggone way. I'm, I'm unionized, right? Remember that? He's a liar, first of all. Okay. Do you want a liar representing New York? No. How about get you a humble guy, Lamar Jackson, who's really humble, who's really talented, right? Get that guy. You have guys signed under contract, right? So you have the flexibility. You know, you got guys like Garrett Wilson signed for, right? Young guys, a lot of young guys. You can afford. Lamar Jackson. There's certain teams that cannot afford Lamar Jackson, but you can make it happen. Yeah, and when Aaron Rodgers comes to the sideline, he just goes, that was good. But Robert Sala and Lamar Jackson losing their minds on the sideline? I want to see it now. You know, um, as much as I would love Lamar Jackson to be on the New York Jets, I would love nothing more to see Lamar Jackson be on the New York Jets. You know, Lil, I've been saying this. I said it way before, well before anything about Aaron Rodgers. If Lamar Jackson was going to wear a jersey, and for the New York Jets, I'll go to every game. I'll go to every game. I'll be I'll be at every game. I'll buy the jersey. I'll, I'll buy every jersey regarding Lamar Jackson on the Jets. I'll love it. There's a lot of different issues regarding Lamar Jackson to the Jets. One being that no one knows what that compensation is going to look like trading for Lamar Jackson because it's not going to be, oh, you signed up with two first-round picks. The Jets already don't have cap space as it is. So the, if they're going to go and, tr- and trade for Lamar Jackson, they're probably going to give up everything. And then the second thing is, Woody Johnson is pledging his uh, loyalty to Zach Wilson. This is the only. This is the only reason why Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets because he wants to groom this kid. It's not because Aaron Rodgers is a is the better future quarterback than Lamar Jackson. That's not the case. Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, still has a lot of untapped potential that he can still become a, a way better quarterback than he is currently. But it's because they're giving this loyalty towards Zach Wilson. They want to develop him the right way. Because they haven't, they, they, he went on record saying, stating they didn't develop him correctly. They put in an all rookie co- coaching staff, all rookies to coach a rookie. I never seen it. That, that is baffling to say the least. How the heck you expect anybody to be good at your job when nobody's done it before and is trying to teach you how to do the job? How that makes sense? It'll work like that. But that is what's happening. The reason why they're going after Aaron Rodgers because you're putting in a four time MVP in a system where Zach Wilson eventually is going to take it over. That is the only reason why this is happening. Because if not, I would have been said, yeah, go after Lamar Jackson. Get rid of Zach Wilson. That is the case. That should have been the case. That should have been the number one thing. But they're pledging their loyalty to Zach Wilson to hopefully hopefully develop him into something. What is it? I don't know. But that's what they're planning to do. And that is why the Jets are waiting for Aaron Rodgers. They better be careful. They better be careful because Aaron Rodgers learned from a guy who said into a live microphone, it ain't my job to teach my backup. 
That's what he yeah. said. <laughs> so Brett I mean, Favre got Rodgers to not train the backup. He's going to take your job. I mean, look, man, Aaron Rodgers is just not that type of guy. Okay, listen, man, I'm a guy I always look at actions, and I always say this on the show. He's just not that type of guy. Aaron Rodgers is more concerned about Aaron Rodgers. That's it. When they, when all else fails, he's worried about him. If you're in a house or a building trapped with Aaron Rodgers and there's a fire, he's worried about Aaron Rodgers. Screw all y'all. I'm out of here. That's just how he's made. And Zay, you, Mike, you, you're going to notice that we got a lot of hard-headed, stubborn guys on the show. And I like to consider myself stubborn. I'm not even going to lie about that. But Zay is a different type of stubborn. Okay, because guys already came on the show and told them already that they are just saying the good things for Zach Wilson, about Zach Wilson, just so they can trade him at some point, so they can keep his confidence while he's still on the roster. They ain't, they ain't going to play him again. It's over. It's done. He's a bust. Okay, once they substituted him, okay, and all the teammates were celebrating, like they won the daggone Super Bowl when they quarterback got benched. You think he'd come back from that in New York? Yes. You, you've been – yo. You are a New Yorker just like myself. You know damn well it takes a lot of this to survive in New York. And a lot of this, as was told to you before. I, I just seen Julius Randle come back from the ashes after New York booed the heck out of him to get out of the garden. To get out there, booed him out the garden. And he came back and having the season. I'm just saying, sometimes guys need to have hit the rock bottom so they can climb back up. Zach Wilson was spoon-fed his entire professional collegiate college career. He was spoon-fed. He needed to get humble pie. He got it. Now we have to see what happens when he comes back in the football field. It's going to happen whether we like it a lot. And I'm telling you, I don't want it. I want Lamar Jackson. But it's going to happen whether we like it or not. He's going to be back on that football field as a New York Jack starting in two years or probably even next season if Rodgers decides to leave after this season. It's just Mm -hmm. that's just how it is. I'm not making the rules. I'm not making up. I read the script. (laughs) (laughs) If Rodgers leaves for the Vikings, then you got the script for sure. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's taking the Geno Smith route, huh? A little Zach Wilson, Geno Smith route. I mean, look, man, I think I'm ready to go to halftime here. Okay, <laughs> one flashback clip because um, I can't respond to that. I just got no words for that, okay? 